cliffcentral.com Keep going, keep going. I'm liking Get this. Get to fabulous. I'm loving it. Hey, I'm. I just. Yes. I don't understand why no one has it asked reminds me to be on the backing track of a song. I I also don't understand. I think you've proved yourself. I have done. I have Every really done it. Every single week you are here. I singing. am here spitting, man, spitting bars and spitting, you know like spitting bars. My Get God. Get to fabulous. <laughs> Sanbilan Nogi, welcome to Frankly Speaking, another hour of talking the hot potato issues in South Africa that you want to be speaking about. It is Rory Sang and myself, Andrew Levy, uh, here for the hour. Uh, we now we won't be singing. We won't be singing completely, but we might be lynched. Or I might be lynched because I think I'm coming in on the wrong side Yo. of this argument. All right, all right. This is interesting. So um, we're getting straight into it because there's a lot to talk about. Men are trash. Um has been hitting the the trending topics for the last week. I think it started with uh, Karabo Mokwena's um, very, 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 very sad uh, death and raised the awareness about what kind of attitudes men have in this country towards women, but also the incredible amounts of abuse that is going on in South Africa. Um it then started to raise other issues about are all men trash? Uh, why are men trash? Is this the right way to go about this, having this conversation? Uh, women are fed up. Men are fed up. There, there was a whole bunch of de- defenses going on. Then, uh, Mandela, uh, um, he, he was uh, tragically killed as well in a, in a tavern, um, for protecting or standing up, uh, to some women. And for he, some women. For some women, yeah. Um, not, yes, yeah, not standing up to, geez, how's the English there? Huh? My friend, you, you, uh, we're, we're, we're taking you. English We've today? captured you. You're black. I'm captured. You're black. I just need to, I need to finalize the project on your complexion. Then I think I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, brother. You and me both. So it's been an interesting debate. Um, it's been raging on for a while. You've been having some interesting conversations this whole weekend. Uh, tell us a little bit about where 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 you're sitting on this side of the conversation. So look, I I think there's 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 the conversation and there's how the conversation is being had. Uh-huh. You can't you can't argue against the fact that um, women are under siege, right? Um, you can't argue uh, for um the 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 abuse of women and and the frankly the way that men treat women you can't you can't defend that what i'm struggling with is sort of uh, the other parts of this conversation where i've seen a lot of 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 uh, men being unable to engage with this topic and the moment they engage with this topic ask questions challenge it um they're told to shut up and mm. just take it you're mm. trash mm. right mm-hmm. um and for me that's uh, I think I'm struggling with what that aspect of it is, but okay, so I, I, I am trash. Now what? You know, um, how do we, how do we, how do we move beyond just, okay, men, men are trash. So the way that the conversation is happening in my mind, uh, hasn't really been, uh, effective, but hey, you know, I'm, I'm willing to hear, I'm willing to hear what, uh, other people have to say on it. Um, it, it's just, it's just, the big question for me, and I guess the title of today's show is, how are men supposed to respond to the idea of men are trash? 
Why do you think it's not been effective, Rory? I mean, surely people are talking around around South Africa about this topic. It's it's been hectic. There's there's the issue you know, is not so much effectiveness. The issue is how. Okay, so you you're telling me men are trash. You're telling me I'm trash. Mm. How should I respond? Can I ask you a question? Can mm. I ask you if you think I am part of the trash? Can I? Because what I've been seeing is an inability. To engage, the moment men have asked questions that don't go with a narrative, with a broad narrative that yes, men are trash, mm. they get shouted down. They, 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 you know, they're told to sit down and so on. And I'm like, okay, but how do you expect me to understand? How do you expect me to if I'm not allowed to to debate this with you? Mm. Yeah, you know, and I'm not seeing enough of a space being created for debate around this topic mm-hmm. and and for for people who have a, a different opinion i mean you had the situation on your wall where a, a woman said she doesn't agree with men are trash what happened men shouted her down and said sit down and i was like wow so men are now telling a woman how she should be feeling about this particular hashtag mm-hmm. it's her experience she's a woman and she says i don't subscribe to this why is she being told by men how she should be feeling about this so I don't think we're creating enough of so to the extent that this is supposed to create dialogue and so on. I worry that it's actually reinforcing, um, it's reinforcing the echo chambers around us. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. those that already believe men are trash are around the table also saying men are trash, and it's not allowing for conversation because we're not allowing for dissent in this particular thing. And you know, sh- should we be allowing dissent? Of course, there's the, also the slight problem that I have. Because it means that my co-host is white trash. <laughs> but we already knew that. Let me before we bring Ozola into the into the conversation here, we've got a, a number of guests that are that are joining us. And if you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on WhatsApp or, or call in um I, I don't even know what the number is, but I'm sure you do. Um oh eight nine five 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 one eight nine is my guess, but who knows? Um before we get into that, Rory, do you believe you are trash? No, I don't. I don't believe I'm trash. Have you done trashy things in the past? I've done trashy things. I don't believe I'm trash. Okay. Um and and I don't think that that is I don't I don't think the ability to do trashy things is limited to to whether I've got balls or not. Mm-hmm. So so trashy behavior trashy behavior. I don't believe I'm trash. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I so I understand that shouldn't be and this is where it gets confused is the fact that I don't believe I'm trash does not mean that I am removed from understanding that this is a cry out a, a cry of anger that you know all of these things but it tends to be that if you if you say hmm okay Men are trash, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go and say no. Men are not. I'm, I'm not going to get into that debate, and I haven't gotten involved in the debate of no. I, I disagree with mm. the notion. It's okay. Men are trash. I'm not going to participate or, or, or you know, engage at that level of the conversation. But every single week, we on this particular show, we're engaging on on topics around women. Um, even last week when we spoke about uh, NDZ, we spoke we spoke about her as a woman and how um, institutions are resisting being led by women. So, the engaging with the issue that underpins men are trash is one thing. The actual then uh, headline of men are trash, whether you subscribe to it or not, for me is uh, you know I, I don't. And I think what's the, what's then uh, created a greater resistance is that is that voices of dissent are not allowed to 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 at least express you know mm. in a respectful way. So there are those a holes that are walking around and 
saying all sorts of uh, uncalled for things in response or trying to trying to argue against this so 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 that is not for me the big that those are not the people I'm talking about I'm talking about people who just genuinely want to say okay I, I I, I I don't I don't agree or I'm not I'm not exactly sure what you guys mean. Can you guys please uh can you guys please talk to us um around what what this means um and you'll get and and let's look at some of the arguments. You're like yeah, but you say this when white people when you call white people racist um and then I'm like okay, yeah, but it's not exactly the same thing, right? We speak about white privilege. I can understand objectively understand what privilege is. Mm. Um and so on. You're saying trash. How do I how do I develop an understanding of what that is and how I it almost paralyzes me. Mm. Right? Because I'm trash trash remains trash remains trash remains trash. Mm. Privilege is something that you can come to grips with and learn how to manage and so on and so on. So it's it's paralyzing, but I'm keen to have the conversation and find out if I'll be allowed to have the conversation and ask these questions and mm. disagree. Mm-mm-mm. You know the one thing that's been strikingly interesting to me, Rory, throughout this this past week is the idea of, you know, um, racism versus sexism. And I think one of the interesting things that's come to, at least I've been thinking about, is the uh, this thought that racism is socially unacceptable, right? Mm. Um, you don't see racists going around being, rah, you know, those people and these people and those people. Um, whereas um, sexism is actually quite socially acceptable. And there's a huge difference there because it then allows, you know, these, these people to then do whatever they want and be socially acceptable, you know, and socially accepted. And there's a big difference there. Um, and, and it's quite hectic to, to take that step back and go, okay, so society is actually promoting sexist behavior and not promoting racism, obviously, right? And how does that then affect the psyche of, of both men and women in that society? Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I think I think the world. So I, I like I said, I, I agree with uh, the general narrative around um, how this world has been designed and continues to perpetuate mm. the oppression of women. Yeah. How we then make the mental leap from reaching that conclusion to, and therefore, if we put it as an algebraic equation, men are trash. <laughs> It's like I'm loving there for it. X it's, equals. It's a big, it's a big, it's it's a big leap for me around. Okay, so how do we? So yes, the world is the way it is, and so on. And something needs to be done about it. We are frustrated about it. We have to. Therefore, men are trash. Mm. Um, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to understand, and that's why I think we should we should get some people in here, only women, so we can just ask questions and be told. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and get them to share how you know how are men supposed to respond? To All right, let's get question. our first guest uh, on the line right now from uh, I believe Johannesburg, Azola Gokwana. How are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. How so, are you? Uh, sorry, I'm, I should say good morning, fighter. Uh, don't call me a fighter, but I'm good. <laughs> um, Azola, you're joining a conversation that has been raging on, on social media for quite a while and obviously raging in, in at least women's minds for their entire lives. What does men are trash mean to you? I mean, I, 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 I think the topic of men are trash has been debated and I almost feel like, I don't want to say over explain, but I think it's really years that it will never reach before. Because I think now even people who are passive about women's violence 
they, they start to take notice and they say, oh, guys, maybe you also have problems. So for me, that's, um, that's a shift that has happened. But it was, as I was listening to you on the studio talking, you're talking about saying men are trash, being a big lead, a surprise, a shocker almost. But I want to remind you that women for a very, very long time have been saying that we are oppressed by men. And they've been saying that in different ways. But it could not be had. So that's why you're going to say as a man today, it can lead. But for women who've got scars and who've experienced bad things from men, I don't think it's a leap. I think it's just pain being expressed in full circle. And that's not even the end of it, to say that men are trash. I think we're still being light and polite when we say that. So I want us to acknowledge that this kind of awareness has been done before and that this kind of awareness has women, like for ages and ages, have tried to say to society in general that we are in trouble, but that nobody wanted to listen. And then now a hashtag come on, comes on and people are just so offended just by this. But when they walk down the street, they don't get harassed. They're not in danger. They're not going to get abducted. Those things are not going to happen to them. So I'm just, so that's where I'm at. Azola, um, Azola sorry. Um, so how should men respond uh, to this to this topic. So there's there's the one response which is just to jump on the bandwagon and to also shout and say men are trash. But uh, not necessarily all men are are in that space, right? And and you want to get them into this conversation. So uh, what are some of or maybe in in your experience of having this conversation on social media, etc. Uh, what are some of the various ways that you have seen that that men are responding, both both helpful and unhelp helpful ways? I think there's um there's a good response right from men who are saying which which I will see as positive when men are taking accountability and saying, actually, we are problematic in society as beings because we do certain things and we've got certain privileges, which is a very big shift from what we've had before. But also, we also know that that could be an easy way of also acting like, because we know that even some of the men who call themselves conscious they still are patriarchal, they still are oppressive, they still are. So there's that danger as well. But also I think we there's too much responsibility that we're putting on this on, on, on this on this hashtag by by wanting it to go full circle. Mm. Mm. We so want it to go full circle. We want it to to be explained. We want it to fix everything. We want it not to be detrimental. We want it so we're censoring, the, we're censoring the hashtag as it is happening, mm. right? So then, but then you're asking me, what can men do? I think for me, the men who are really, really taking stock and are willing to be responsive, so that the next time when we're at a party, I'm not called a particular when I'm calling out someone, but mm. everybody is with me, right? So then men would be responsive in that way, where they actually take action. When your guy, when you know that your friend is, Beating up his girlfriend, you know that, or whoever, you, you, you take a stand, you take action. So for, for me, I think that would be more actions that I see coming from individuals and as a collective when stuff like this happens, so that there's no silence. So, so we get in a taxi, you, and then violence, whatever, those mm. guys don't say anything. 
so I, I get you. Here's, here's a very interesting thing. We already have some of our call, I mean, our listeners uh, making comments. And we've got a female yeah. listener who's saying, what about the belief that people treat you how you allow them to treat you? How have women contributed uh, mm. wow. to, to, to this issue? Are we able to start to be self-critical to move towards a solution? And so she continues to say, perhaps men are trash is a bit of a lazy conversation starter and cuts out a huge half of the population that must take ownership in the conversation. So I want to, I want to, to pose that to you, but I also want to ask you, um, is the assumption that all women uh, agree with this? Because you know, it, it tends to be to be stated as though it speaks for the whole, um, but but it, it clearly seems. I mean, I've seen now two examples. Andrew can maybe share the example of his interactions where I saw women saying, "I don't subscribe to this." Um, we're seeing this listener also saying, "Hmm, you know, I, I get it, but I don't quite get it." Um, how do we get to a point where we just assume that you know it must be obvious? All women must must jump onto the bandwagon on this. The other thing is that nobody's asking anybody to jump on the bad record. I think I think I think that's one of the things that I find that we are getting police with the hashtag. Is that we're not asking women to but we're also pointing out to women who are saying not all men. We're saying that but wait a minute, there's like a certain kind of oppression that you are currently experiencing. What does that mean? What does it mean on a daily basis when certain things happen? But also, I, I want to go back to the email, the person that's saying, this is a lazy conversation starter. It goes back to that same thinking of saying, it's a big leap. Because then what it does, then it dismisses the many, many, many times women have said men are oppressing us. That's my problem with that kind of thinking. And number two, no hashtag will ever accommodate everyone. But I think more than anything else, what this hashtag has done is to start a conversation among women who are the people who are supposed to be aware of these kinds of powers. Because we're not even like at a place where we can say, I'm not sure if we're at a place where we can say we want to convince men that they are trash or not. But where we are saying there's a certain way that we feel it, and it is coming out in this way. And it comes from a place of anger. And that anger must then be policed because every day you walk down the street, you call the flat, you call a whore who, since you were born, and now one person, so now men have been called men of trash for a couple of weeks, and now we want to dismiss all of that. So who, I, who, I don't think so. Who is the primary audience of um, of this message? Who are you hoping it lands with? Is it with men? Is, is it with women? Is it with... So so who who exactly is supposed to take note of and possibly do something about this message? From from a very personal view, I think, to me, what matters is when women are understanding how this kind of power works that is oppressive. And then if it comes up with a hashtag that says men are trash, and then women and young women start having this conversation to say, how is that done? I think our job is done. We, we can't be expected all the time. And this is one of the things that have been done over and over again on the feminist movement. We are expected to be perfect with everything that we do in an imperfect world when we're navigating the kind of power every day. But somehow people are expecting us to come with neat trims, neat trims um, campaign, campaigns 
and they're telling us that we're not explaining things enough and all of that. I just feel like it's unfair. But is it is it is it really unfair? So I'm listening to the language that you're using around this. You're saying then our job is done. You're saying we speak to women and we want to to show them the oppression that they are experiencing. So this is a persuasion campaign for all intents and purposes. So is it not fair to then say, hey guys, well you know, if that is your objective and you have a job to be done and you are trying to persuade, we don't think that this is particularly effective. Why is there why is there something wrong with critiquing um, the way in which you're pursuing an objective? Because you're saying that we are pursuing a particular objective. And I'm saying on the other hand that building or raising voices of women with in the country has been done for a very long time. So let's not dismiss the work that has been done by women before. Let's not act like men are trash as anything, right? It's been said before, men are dogs. Men say that they are dogs. They call themselves business agents. Oh, because we're not saying it. They say it for themselves. But then we say, hey, fine. Let's move on from that. But but we can't act like this campaign is supposed to is supposed to fix everything. And it's okay that for me, particularly for me personally, it's okay that men are saying even those ones that have, would not have this conversation are starting to have it. That's okay. I think the campaign is also so it's better. Azola, before I think the conversation, I think the campaign is also better. Azola, before we let you go, apologies, um, okay. a few people to come. Um, I'm just interested, you know, we, we on this show speak a lot about uh, racism and race relations. And we, we often talk about the liberal liberal racist being more uh, invasive and intrusive than than the extreme racist. In this in this case, if we if we bring it over to sexism and, and gender relations, um, the the man that that rapes obviously or sexually abuses obviously is bad. But men are trash feels like it's more pointed towards a societal thing. What are things that the liberal man, the man that thinks that he is not uh, trash, the man that thinks that he, he's never abused a woman, he's never tried to take advantage of a woman, what are the things that he does that con- Continues to perpetuate the cycle um, of of this uh, patriarchy in this world that he might not even be aware of in your in your view. Before the, the, the other thing is that men at, 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 I think what they what they do is that they 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 always lazy to to get it from our perspective. They always think however they see it is the right way. For mm-hmm. instance, I'll give you an instance when someone has been raised, right? So most men don't really want to buy into the idea that it wasn't your fault. They, 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 they usually want to say, how did it happen? How did you do it? Were you drunk? It's never for them, no, it was just wrong. But I tell a woman that I've been raped, she gets it. And they say to her, my friend, I'm not sure if I should go to the police station or not. She gets it. She gets it because she knows it. Because she's somewhere, somehow, in her being, has experienced that kind of fear. So for me, I think men do a lot of wanting to correct us instead of listening on where we're coming from. And I think even with men at trash, men are doing that a lot. Where they don't really, really want to listen. On exactly what's behind it. Yes. 
Well, great. Let me dismiss that. Thanks, Azola. I think uh, we we're gonna we're gonna take on other other voices on this. Look, I, I, I'm very I'm very open to the idea that uh, I have a blind spot on this, and I am keen uh, to to be corrected and guided and so on. I think where I'm still struggling is okay. Once I've heard you, what must I do? And in the process of hearing you, because sometimes hearing you is not uh, doesn't happen instantly. I need to be taken through a conversation. Um, and that is not being allowed to happen. As you don't agree that men are trash, uh, you see you're perpetuating as opposed to, well, it's it's, patient, guys. It's only been two weeks. But Just how, how do we, sh- so here's a, here's perhaps well, a question. Just Here, be patient. No, I get it. So here's the question. Um, how do we make sure that this campaign doesn't go the way that all the other campaigns have gone? Because you're saying that it's not the first time. How do we make sure that this becomes the last time? So that we don't have to have uh, a woman saying that men are trash and 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 suffering the the pain of what? How do we make sure that this this cry out um, is more effective than all the ones that have gone before it? But Ram, I, I I'm still in the same place that they met. I think we're simplifying patriarchy and its structures when we want to even correct this campaign. I really really think that it's done its work. And then women will do other campaigns and men need to start thinking of doing their own campaigns that are more positive if that's what they want. And women will continue being outraged. We'll continue taking our clothes off when we are outraged. We will we'll continue. We'll, everybody now wants a paper spray. We'll organize paper spray. Like we'll do other radical things until somewhere, somehow the killing, the abuse, and all of those things stop happening. All right, I Azola. don't think we should. Uh, we shouldn't. We, uh, and also, we shouldn't be pressured to be like be aggressive. Zola, thank you so much for joining us. We really yeah. appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to hearing more and conversing with you more on this issue. All right, thank you. I listen. Thank you so much. Uh, that's uh, Azola Gokwana uh, speaking about men are trash at the moment. 079-748-2090. If you want to WhatsApp us your thoughts, it's obviously easier to just WhatsApp and be anonymous. It's uh, it's interesting how... Um, Rory, you're pointing at something. I don't know what you're pointing at. I'm what saying you say it again because the person didn't have a pen the first time. So they're like, oh, why what? did you say it? <laughs> You What's WhatsApp us on zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero? All right, is that clear now? They're done. I mean, now you say you say now that I don't have a pen, then I'm like, flip. They said WhatsApp. You are trash. You are trash. You're white That's trash. Your That's you your trash. problem. You see, I've been I've been dealing with this for years. People have been calling me trash. You know, so, um, but it's interesting, Raw. I think that I experienced this in a very different way when I was at uh, high school. This idea of patriarchy, I went to a single-sex school, a private male school, and, you know, what what I only realized after my school experience was how we objectify. Women are the object, men are the subject. Um, women are seen as products, pieces of meat. Men are seen as intellectuals, individuals, and so on and so on. Um, and it really struck me only when I then went to varsity and saw that actually men and women interact normally and are not just trying to get sexual favors out of each other, that it showed how hectic that microcosm, that micro world was for me personally. And I wonder, I had that, I was, you know, it was, it was a shock to the system, but I wonder if we all need to have that shock a little bit on a, on a macro level, you know, are we all playing in this space? Um, I definitely know that. 
I have been trashy. I am trashy. I continue to be trashy um, because there's certain things that are socialized within me about being a man and thinking that my voice is better than other voices. Um, and I wonder if, if I'm alone on that. It's not a situation of saying, oh, now you're a bad person. It's a situation of saying, should we acknowledge this more? How no, do we acknowledge I, I, this more? I get that. And I think this is where I struggle with this conversation mm-hmm. is that we keep going back to explaining trash and so on. I get that. Yeah. I'm asking, okay, so how do I then, how do I then engage with, with what is being said? Right. I, I, I 100% agree that I am complicit in the trashiness of men in mm. this world, mm-hmm. um, through my own behaviors and through the behaviors of brothers, friends and others that I turn a blind eye to and so on. I, I, I get that. So, but I'm saying, okay, so how should we be having this conversation to move it forward? I don't think so. My sense is that we're preaching to the choir. Mm. We're preaching to the converted, right? We are we, those people. But are we the converted? Hey, no, no, no. I'm just saying that the people who will, the men who will take this up and say, you know what? Yes, men are trash are actually the people, the guys who are generally open to the idea that they might be trash, right? Mm. And, you and I have seen that some of the men who are actually making a lot of noise about this are all are trashed. We know their stuff, right? And and so it's very easy for for me in order to avoid conflict, in order to be to avoid being labeled as this, to post something on Facebook or whatever and say, you know what, men are trash, right? And not change my underlying behavior. Mm. Behavioral change is not going to happen by somebody simply saying something to me and automatically I change. Behavioral change is a process and it requires an active engagement uh, around this issue with others. But to the extent that I'm not allowed or I'm or the, or I'm not or I'm not I'm not permitted to ask those questions, um, then the the possibility of me changing is really not going to happen. All right, before we get Road Marshall in here, she's the City Press training co-editor. Rory, you know, you said something very interesting there, which is to say, what do you think you should change? I mean, you you're an intelligent guy. You know, you acknowledge that you're part of the system of patriarchy just by being a male and having a penis, right? Is there anything that you think you should be changing in your own behavior, regardless of this hashtag and how one should deal with it? Like, through this hashtag, maybe is there something that you were like, mm, maybe that that piece of behavior is, is, uh, is uh, I needs work on. Not not that it's wrong, but needs think, work on. I think it's it's we shouldn't assume, at least in my case, that this isn't already. It's a work in progress, mm. right? It's not something that I feel. I need to now all of a sudden, oh wow, I need to change. I've known I need to change mm. and, and it's a constant thing, whether it is around how I socialize, mm. um, around friends that, that are being trashy and how I call them out and mm. how I hold them to account, how I treat women, um, within the workplace, how I create opportunities for women within the workplace, um, as opposed to men. There, there are many different ways how I, Marry a religious belief and, and some of uh, the, the practices that might be considered, um, oppressive, um, mm. with, with, uh, the idea of not being trashy. There, there are a lot of things that I actively work on, but not all of them are, are, are a matter of, okay, stop doing that. Some mm. of them are like, hmm, how do I feel about this? Let me first engage with this thing. Let me understand it. Let me challenge myself, but let me challenge this issue as well until I get to a point where, I understand and have enough to be able to move forward. But simply saying that something, you know, there's a, there's a study that was done that says 
even if you know your own biases, there's nothing you can do about them. Mm. There's you can't. It, it's simply saying don't be biased isn't going to make you not be biased. Mm. So there is a process that needs to happen, and that's why I'm saying the way the conversation is happening for me is is not allowing for that engagement to happen. It's just mm. saying men are trash, and if you don't agree, then dismiss you. I, I felt the same with Azola, some of Azola's questions, I mean the responses. Um, we've got a woman who sends us a message and says this is how I feel about this and it's it's a dismissive thing as opposed to okay let's okay, let, let me hear you and let me engage with it so that we can get somewhere and I think that then fails to bring more people onto the onto the train. Okay, we've got Road Marshall, she is the City Press uh, trending co-editor. Road, good morning to you. Good morning. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? <laughs> Roday. 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 Awesome. Um, <laughs> apologies about that. Roday uh, Marshall no joins us on the phone from Johannesburg. Good morning to you. You wrote a very interesting article about men are trash. Rory's talking a little bit about giving space in order to, I suppose, take in this kind of um, complexity of socialization of patriarchy. Do you feel like uh, the men are trash and the conversation is allowing for, for men to actually have a, a decent dialogue around this? Um, we're not having a dialogue because we're fighting people's egos that are bruised, so no one's listening to each other. So instead of us being able to express what exactly it is that we're feeling and why we're saying men are trash, we're being told, oh, you're trash too. In that case, women are trash. And then automatically, because we're human like that, everyone goes under the same. I was called trash four weeks after my column was, was um, published. And nobody cared to engage with the content. And the main subject is just that we're supposed to have conversations. We should supposed to have these conversations in our homes with our little boys, with our brothers and our fathers and our uncles. But we're also and so uncomfortable to talk about these things that we're rather going to let women get killed and get slaughtered and live in fear because we're afraid of bruising someone's ego. Uh, Road... Road, um, we have... So we, we actually have quite an active listenership on this um, and um, uh, some, some of the women are saying, you know, but... Um, I'm just feeling like men are trash actually disempowers men when it should do the opposite. Um, how do you respond to that? I don't see how it disempowers men. I, I think that no, it disempowers women. It's, so oh, a, women. A woman is saying this, men are trash, uh, feels like it, it disempowers women when it should do the opposite. No, you know what? Um, there are obviously going to be the people that disagree with you, and it is quite disheartening. But what this hashtag, and, and it's not just about the hashtag, but it's about the conversation that has grown, is that it has empowered many women that have felt like they're on their own, and that, you know, because there's so much shame that goes with, with um, being a victim of sexual abuse. And there's so many women that have felt empowered, and that have felt that they could come forward, that have asked for help and that are saying okay this is what's happened to me what can I do to change my life because this is something that you're held hostage to for the rest of your life women construct their lives around the fear of being murdered of being attacked and being raped men don't have that same fear men sure they are afraid when they're walking down the road 
that they might get robbed or something might happen to them. But every single woman constructs their life around the possibility of being attacked, whether you're outside or whether you're in your home. And I think opening up the conversation means that we're pulling off the plaster and we're saying that we won't allow this thing to happen anymore, that we won't allow this patriarchy to rule the way women are supposed to act when they're in um when they're outside or when they're in the home. We're saying that that no longer has to happen and shouldn't happen. You don't have to be afraid. Road, um, you said you said that it's Road Day. Uh, road Day. I apologize. <laughs> um, you said that we're not being heard. Um, do you want men to hear you on this? You see, the thing is because um, the subject became so big um, following the death of Karabo, um, a lot had assumed that the subject men are trash just relates to men who kill and men who rape. Mm. And what we're saying is that while you all saying Karabo should have left, Karabo didn't believe in herself, Karabo had confidence issues because which woman stays and let men beat her, we're saying that there are things that men do that cut at the confidence of women. These mm. little things, and you know that where you're lying to her, constantly having to check up on you, check on your phone and things like that, and, and, and you giving her the false reality of what's actually happening of a relationship she's in. Those things cut at the confidence of women, and this all adds up. Do so it's not, just, it's not just about raping a woman or killing a woman. It's about cutting at the confidence of a woman and the self-love that they feel for themselves as women in whichever way that you do, we saying look at those things mm. and then see what long-term effect it can have. So I think that a lot, a lot of men assumed that they were all just being called rapists and murderers. Mm. But you wanted men to hear you. So, so through this, mm. an important objective was that men, you, you, you hope and you want men to hear you on this. Yeah, like just not myself, but every other woman. It's, it's, we, and, and even when it comes to race issues, we don't listen to anyone. We don't mm. listen to the party that's so, offended to us. What is it that you're hurt about? What is it that upsets you? And then taking in, thinking about it for a bit, and then engaging it and fixing the problem. Otherwise, we're going to go on for generations and generations um, discussing this every time a woman gets but, but isn't this isn't this the exact challenge that we 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 want men to hear this message, but we 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 use messaging that actually makes men turn off, um, just and and don't engage with it. So you're saying we should listen, we should absorb what's being said, and we should engage. Um, what I've been observing on social media is is those men that 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 don't necessarily fall in line um, get shouted down, and it's not actually creating yeah. uh, the room for us to actually hear, understand, question, and then maybe begin to move forward. So, so if the objective is that men should listen, is it very effective then to 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 use a form of, or at least to structure the way the conversation is being had in a way that actually just makes men just switch off. And it's not right that they switch off, but, you know, they invariably just switch off. I agree with you. Like, it's the same, re- re- it's, you know, this is a, a very difficult 
subject and it's something that is a trigger for, for many people that have probably also been abused, okay? Um, or have seen women being abused. Um, it's something that, and when you're hurt, you react negatively. I myself have not have had to learn to not have the conversation with people that are treating me now because I'm also going to be dismissive about the fact that his obvious defense is to come and attack me and insult me. So then mine would be that too, instead of explaining what it is that I say, and explaining it until I'm blue in the face. But I think that we should just start it within our, within our groups, you know, within, within our families, have these conversations with each other and continue the conversation. Because on social media, like, we're all a bit of frustrated people, you know. Everyone is, is ready to say the smartest thing or is ready to be right. Mm. And, yeah, there isn't enough listening, mm. even on the part of, of um, the women that are reacting mm. um, negatively to men that have opposed the subject. But I understand where they're coming from because it comes from a place of hurt and they are fear. They're fearful of, of what could happen to them. It's interesting that this, uh, you know, what you're saying, what I'm feeling, what I'm hearing is that uh, a lot of this is negative. Um, this, this started, I suppose, at the death of of a young lady and regardless of the situation, you know, a death of any human is, is, is unacceptable. We have too many in South Africa uh, and we have too many violent uh, female abuse uh, cases that are never reported that are, that are happening every single day. There is this negativity that comes out of it. Rode, I'm asking you the impossible here. How would you swing this conversation into a, into a, I suppose not a, a positive space because it, 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 it isn't a positive conversation, but in a way in which a Rory and, and other men could actually feel comfortable in which to dialogue this, in which to, in which to sit down and understand it instead of going, ah, just this, another hashtag, another angry person. You know, I think, um, Rory, this might be a, a new experience for you as a white male. This is a very old experience in South Africa for me, but you're asking the right questions, which is to say, if you get attacked constantly, there's two options. The one is you engage. As hard as it is, you engage and it kills your self-confidence because people are telling you how crap you are all the time. The other option is just to dig your heels in, put your head in the sand and forget about it. And we've seen that in a race situation in South Africa. And, and we've definitely seen this now in a gender situation in South Africa. Rode, um, as the patron saint of all answers, how would you, how would you address this? Um, how could we turn this into a conversation that's worth dialoguing that people like, uh, Rory and even worse, I'm sorry to use you as an example, Rory, but people who are digging their, their, their heads in the sand are going, well, I actually want to engage. Um, well, we have to also, and, and I've said it to some of my male friends is that you have to take yourself out of it, you know? Um, it's not nice to hear that you're trash. <laughs> I can understand that. Um, but you have to take yourself out of it and listen. And what I've been personally encouraging is like my my friends, my female friends, is to speak to the men in your lives, speak to your brothers, speak to your ex-boyfriends. Like I've had conversations with a lot of ex-boyfriends mm, just mm, saying mm, like, mm, mm, mm. uh, it's, these various things that you've done and you should think
just lose? Did Rodeo? we just lose Rodé? Hmm. That I would have loved to have heard what she had said to her ex-boyfriends. About ex-boyfriends, yes. You're, you're expecting some interesting calls today. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, your phone's going to be whoa, busy all day. Easy, So let's talk about this thing where you don't see yourself as part of this thing. You say men like Rory. How How is it that you are excluded? Because Rodé said something interesting. She yeah. said you should take yourself out of it. But okay. ultimately, I'm the person that must make the changes. So it's actually... Difficult to take myself out of, of the situation if I am the person that, I mean, this is about me because mm. the moment I generalize it, then I actually won't make a change. I'll say, yeah, men need to change. Mm-hmm. Men are trash and, and I will be, I will be unaffected and I won't make the change. And, and maybe let's, let's ask Rode. Rode, uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, <laughs> you say men should take themselves out of it, but we are the ones that need to make the change. Um, what I'm saying by, by taking yourself out of it, I mean, the bruised ego, the bruised ego needs to be taken out of it. And those that I know personally that have reacted to it, it's a bruised ego because you're assuming you know what women mean instead of asking it, um, what is it that you're saying? What have I done? And taking personal responsibility and listening um, instead of being like, oh, you hurt my feelings. Your hurt feelings are, like, not as important, I'm sorry to say, as what we are feeling and how how we are scared. I've had two friends just a week ago in Marvel getting attacked and people were trying to abduct them. And they saw the crime, they beat them, and they were in hospital for a week. These are things, that's the reality that we're facing, that I can't even walk to my car and I'm being attacked. A woman is walking down the street, a, a child to school, and a man is telling her to, a child must get in the car. Like, what do you do? Like, that's the society that we're facing, mm. is that a specific group are the ones that are attacking the other. And when we're saying we're afraid of you, and perhaps some people aren't voicing it adequately, but you must understand that it comes from fear, because you're just, you're waiting. You are sort of waiting, and this also happens in your home where your partner is the one that's attacking you too. There's one academic that's written extensively in newspapers about feminism and gender equality whose girlfriend came forward and said, this guy beat me up so bad and would drag me out in the street after he's done. Very well-known academic. A photographer was also going crazy on Facebook saying, Yes, I agree with Tash, we need to take responsibility. And then some women came forward and said, but you have sexually harassed me. Whoa. <laughs> you, you know, where yeah. you, you're sending me unsolicited news. And when I tell you to stop, you think that we're, that we're playing this cat mm. and mouse game where, like, no. So like those little things where you're dancing in a club and a woman, you can see she's not, but you're like, Oh no, but I want to be close to her. She likes me. She's playing hard to get. Think about the things that it is that you do. Rodette. That could be very unsolicited. And then just change it and, and encourage your friends to start within our small circles and it spreads. 
Rodea, I'm going to have to cut you short. The apologies. I have to use my broadcaster privilege here. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us and we appreciate it. And we, we look forward to chatting to you more about this issue. Um, I was desperate to ask you what you said to your ex-boyfriends, but we'll have to do that another time. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, uh, on, on yeah. frankly speaking. Take care. It's, uh, this, that, that point right there about the photographer shouting the odds out and then being accused actually, no, but you, too sexually harassed me and so on and so is a very very interesting point because i think that a lot of these hashtags what they do is they just keep the status quo yes uh, but it's also it very us. easy it's very easy for the for the inauthentic amongst us to jump onto the hashtag and to to wash our sins simply by posting the hashtag and keeping it moving right and and that's too easy that's a cop out mm. um as opposed to saying okay so how do i how do i actively really engage and for me those that are really engaging are those that are genuinely asking all right guys I hear you. I disagree with this. Let's have a conversation. But mm. those guys are typically like just just sit down um, and accept uh, mm. your sentence. You are trash. Whereas the guys that just post, yeah, men are trash, and meanwhile on the side they are mm. also being trash. They get away with it, and and I think that is less helpful in terms of what needs to be achieved, rather than actually creating the dialogue space for us to to engage and learn. Our last guest, uh, Simon Keller Dlakuvu, uh, is on the line with us from Johannesburg. Simon Keller, good morning to you. How are ya? Morning. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm so good. Uh, good morning, fighter. Morning. <laughs> We've had lots of fighters on Rory. Uh, it's, it's good to, good to have you on. We've been talking about men are trash and what should men do from this point? Uh, Rory's been speaking about the fact that he doesn't feel like there's space in which to dialogue this. Um, it's, it's a kind of situation of sit down, shut up and listen. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think there's been space to dialogue about, you know, gender-based violence in this country and the role um, toxic masculinities and violent masculinities play in the country. Post-1994, there's been initiatives such as Brothers for Life. There's been investments um, made into initiatives to dialogue with men, to make men um, as allies in the fight. Not only Brothers for Life, there's been the UN um, initiative called He for She. There's been many, many, many initiatives in post-apartheid South Africa, Funky Agenda Justice, which is one of the largest, um, you know, funded, um, you know, NGOs in this country around gender-based violence, do work with men and have been doing a work with men for years, even the government. So for me, is is the question is not have there been spaces for dialogue um, or are there spaces for dialogue? Because there have been spaces for dialogue. These this in post apartheid South Africa for many years. But for us, um, as, as many black women, we are tired. We are tired of dialogues. We are tired of, you know, making men allies when nothing is changing. Because I think, you know, in this country, like Pumla says in her, in her book, Rape, is that the silence is not about the fact that rape happens or sexual harassment happens or femicide happens in this country. The silence is about who's committing these, you know, violent atrocities um, against women and, the, and that it's men. Hence, men are trash is trending is because now, you know, women in South Africa are tired of, 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 of speaking nicely, of being politically correct, of not naming what the problem is. And the problem in the society is our violent men. Simam mm. uh unfortunately, we're running out of time. I want to make sure that we get as much bang for 
for the time that we have with you. Um, help us to locate this um, across the broad spectrum of time uh, in terms of intervention. So we went through a period, as you say, of, 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 of awareness, and then there was dialogue, and now we're here. What do we call this moment of, of anger as you express it, and, and what comes next after it? Yeah, I think this moment must be contextualized, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's within, it's not, it's just, it didn't happen now. It happened, um, at, 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 it was preceded by, you know, the RU references where women did name and shame the men, where women did call out the men, um, and take them out of their residences and shame them publicly. It's, it's happening within that context where women are just tired. Mm. So, um, so for me, it's a build up for that. And what we can do moving forward is to hold men accountable in the society. Um, the race statistics show us that, you know, there's underreporting in this country um, against rape and, and sexual violence of women because there's no faith in the justice system. First of all, our justice system protects men all the time. When when and, and the police themselves engage in secondary victimization of women in this country. So for me, the conversation is that it's a conversation of accountability, and it's a multifaceted conversation of accountability, whether it's, it's state institutions, whether it's our universities protecting rapists who are in class with us, whether it's men themselves who protect each other um, when they, they harass women, they, when a friend of, of theirs harasses women, when, they, when um, they see a pretty woman on the side of the road and a man flakes at, 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 at that woman, they all pump each other up instead of saying, no, but that this is not on. When you're talking about women as men, the violence um, language that you use, the objectification that you use, call each other out. If you know there's a man who's beating his girlfriend or his wife, call him out. Make sure that there are streams of accountability. So for me, that's, that was what needs to happen. Men need to be held accountable, uh, whether it's through state institutions such as the police or and they need to hold each other accountable in the interpersonal friendships mm. and relationships. Mm. I'm interested, sorry, Simam Kele, very quickly. I know we're running out of time and it's it's serious now, but what what role do women have to play in this, if any? I mean, this dynamic we're talking about, you know, men are trash. How have women contributed in any way to this? Men, women have been contributing to, 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 to men's... Um, think assistance in, in this conversation for many years, you know. And it's sad for me that women are tasked not only with 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 making sure that they are not um, you know, attractive enough. For instance, when you go to a taxi rank as a woman, you make sure that you you don't wear that mini skirt. You police in your body so that men will not be attracted to you. Um, you speak to a man in a certain way because even if he's pissing you off or being violent towards you, you're constantly trying to to be the better person. And I'm tired of it. Mm. And I think we we're putting too much burden on women in society to do much of the work. We are expected to to enjoy your violence, and also we're expected to heal you from your violence like Le Mumasile did and the black feminist theory is about Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We we've run out of time. We've got okay. we've got uh, we've got an angry woman outside saying uh, it's my police. turn. Um, so so out? unfortunately we're gonna have to cut you off. But let's uh, okay, let, okay. Let, let, let's make a plan to continue the conversation. Andrew, we need to get out of here. Mm. Um, interesting conversation, but uh, I think one that needs to continue. Definitely, uh, there's a lot to learn here, Rory, and I feel like we have we've just started this conversation. I didn't even get my piece. I didn't give my piece to say, Rory. 
Let's get out of here. What do you have to say? <laughs> All right. If you missed any of it, frankly speaking, get check it on clipcentral.com forward slash frankly speaking. Have a lovely day. Ciao, ciao. Now I'm all alone and my joys turn them open. Cliffcentral.com